It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. We have reached that time. The time is upon us. Opening day is here. So this is the moment on Rico Bronia where I'm going to put my ass out there. Pete Hoffman's going to put his ass out there. We are going to give you our full in-depth 2023 MLB predictions and then we're going to hold ourselves accountable. These predictions aren't predictions that we spit out on a podcast and then have disappear over the next five months. I believe in accountability. So when this season is over, we're going to have a podcast in which we react to our predictions from 2023 and grade how we did. Just so you know that. So this is not a waste of time because I really believe a lot of predictions are a waste of time. People put something out there and then they'll never mention it again if they're wrong. If they're right, they'll talk about how right they are. But if they're wrong, they'll make believe none of this ever happened. Well, you mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, you will remember us and you will remember every stupid thing we say over the course of this podcast. Now, before we get started, Pete had a request. I had made an offhanded comment about a week or two ago that I write down all my predictions, MLB, NFL, NBA, and I actually have all these documents on my tablet, and I still have them. So Pete said, man, you got to pull back the last 10 years of predictions, and let's see how you did. Did you do a good job? So I went back, and I printed 13 years' worth of predictions. And and I got to tell you, Pete, it is mostly really, really bad. Not going to lie to you. A lot of bad stuff in here. Well, listen, um, I feel like I don't really think anybody at the end of the day gets it right. It's, 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 there are very few people who can nail it perfectly. Maybe they get the World Series winner. Maybe they got, you know, a, a division winner. But I can't imagine most people, if, if we go back and view everybody's predictions, most people are going to be wrong. Am I it's true. It's true. Most people are idiots is basically what you're going to try to say. And you're right. Uh, the first year I have where I wrote down predictions was 2010. And I had the Phillies winning the NL East. I was right about that. So I, I guess I give myself credit. I had the Atlanta Braves as a wild card team. I was right about that. I had the St. Louis Cardinals winning the division. I was wrong about that. I had the Arizona Diamondbacks winning the NL West. They finished in last place that year and lost 97 games. I had a White Sox-Phillies World Series. That year, the White Sox won 88 games and missed the playoffs. The Phillies lost in the National League Championship Series that year to the San Francisco Giants. So I was off on the World Series. The White Sox did not defeat the Philadelphia Phillies. As you may recall, the Giants defeated the Texas Rangers. I had both of those teams missing the playoffs. So 2010 was not good for me. For some reason, I can't find 2011 and 2012, but I do have 2013. And what's great about 2013, I'm going to show this to Pete. I wrote a lot of words down. I didn't just write predictions. I've got like deep thoughts on what I thought was going to happen. I have no idea. So let's go right to the Mets because that's always fun. New York Mets, 2013. Now, by the way, in 2013, just in case you forgot, the New York Mets did not have a good year. We won 74 games that season. 
I predicted them to go 71 and 91. So not bad. I was actually three games off. I wrote, while I like the rebuilding direction they're going in, they have a terrible outfield and highly questionable bullpen and a major question mark in Johan Santana. Unlike last the last two seasons, I don't think they'll fool people in the first half. As you may remember, the Mets had good first halves in 2012 and 2011. So, yeah, I got that one sort of right, actually, because the Mets really weren't, you know, they, they, they won two more games than I predicted. My World Series was the Angels defeating the Cardinals. I, I, I was kind of half right because the Cardinals lost that World Series that year to the Red Sox. Uh, but the Angels did not get to the World Series, nor did they win it. So that one I got very wrong. And the Red Sox, who won the World Series, I had going 81 and 81. So that wasn't right either. <laughs> 2014. 2014, I had the Washington Nationals defeating the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series. As you recall, that was the year where the San Francisco Giants defeated the Kansas City Royals. I did have the Royals winning 87 games that year. They won 89 and won a wild card spot. So that wasn't very good, uh, very off. And the Giants had winning 82 games. They won 88. They won the World Series. So, yeah, that's not pretty good. That's actually really bad. Nationals raise World Series. The hell was I thinking? 2015, the year the Mets got to the World Series. I had the Mets winning between 81 and 85 games. So I shortchanged the Mets that year. And I also shortchanged the Royals. I thought the Royals were going to come back down to earth after this surprising season. So my World Series that year was the Dodgers against the Mariners. The Mariners? The F was I doing? Yeah, who was on the Mariners back then? Robbie Cano. I had Robinson Cano winning the MVP that year. Don't you know? Don't you know? 2016, all right, how'd I do? I had the Mets winning the division. That was wrong. And I had the Astros defeating the Mets in the World Series. That was a rare year where I had confidence. I I, I guess because we won the pennant the year before, I, I really thought they were going to build off of it. And I came one year too early on the Astros. Because obviously one year later, they won the World Series. So, yeah, that one wasn't, it wasn't very good. All right, what else do I got here? Hold on one second. Uh, 2017, all right? I had the Mets winning the division with 91 wins. They went 70 and 92 that year. (laughs) And I had the Blue Jays defeating the Mets in the World Series. That did not go well. Uh, The Blue Jays that year won 76 games. So I was very off on that. Obviously, the Astros beat the Dodgers. I did have the Astros losing in the American League Championship Series. And I had the Cubs losing in the National League Championship Series. The Cubs actually did lose in the NLCS that year to the L.A. Dodgers. The actual World Series was Astros-Dodgers. I predicted Blue Jays-Mets. 2018. 2018, I picked an Indians-Cubs World Series, a rematch from two years earlier. The actual World Series was the Red Sox against the Dodgers. Uh, I had the Red Sox making the playoffs. I actually had the Yankees and the Red Sox playing a one-game playoff against each other. They actually played the Divisional Series that year. And, yeah, the rest of it was just way off because the Red Sox beat the Astros. I had the Indians beating the Angels. Uh, I had the Cubs beating the Nationals. It was the Dodgers defeating the Brewers. So 2018 was a mess. But let me get to my crown jewel, Pete. Because for all of the making fun of myself I just did over these last decade of predictions, I bring to you a document 
that I should frame and put on my wall. It says 2019. You see that, Pete? I do see that, yes. 2019. Are you ready for this? Give it to me. I had, and I quote, the Houston Astros defeating the Washington Nationals in the World Series. The actual result was the Washington Nationals defeating the Houston Astros in the World Series. That's basically a win. I nailed the World Series, Pete. That is a win. You should pat yourself on the back. You should be, people should be bowing at your feet. That is, that's impressive. That's pretty impressive. And why, why did you feel the Nationals were with it? That's the year that Bryce Harper left. I think that was a part of it. I think that was a part of my thinking. And what's great actually about this prediction is that I actually did a podcast with John Jastrzemski right before the 2019 season. I'm sure it still exists on the Evan Roberts podcast where we did MLB predictions, kind of like what we're doing today. And I, I'll never forget, J.J. had Yankees, Cardinals, nothing wrong with that. He was a fanboy, a little homerific. I had Nationals, Astros. And I remember, and he was like, no, it's pretty good. It's creative. You know, the Astros obviously had had success. So it wasn't that crazy them getting back to the World Series. They were in the World Series two years earlier. Uh, they were in the LCS a year earlier. And the Nationals, my thought with them was it would be so typical to lose Bryce Harper and then break through. Like that would just be so typical of baseball. And so that was a part of my thinking along those lines. So that podcast exi- exists of me framing Nationals Astros. The only thing that bothers me is that I was wrong about the result of it. Because I did have the Astros beating the Nationals in that entire series. Because as soon as they were facing each other, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can't believe I nailed this. I didn't <laughs> bet on it or anything, but still. And that was the weirdest World Series ever because the road team won every single game in that World Series which makes no sense whatsoever. Did you have the game seven too or no? I, you did know you, what? I didn't write that down, unfortunately. Usually I just But you write, thought it. But yeah, clearly. It. I know you did. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so my, my, my other favorite one is 2020. And I made these predictions uh, after the pandemic. Had a, well, the pandemic was going on, but we had our pandemic season. We knew it was a 60-game year, and we knew there were going to be extra playoff teams. And I actually predicted in a short season, the New York Mets to play the New York Yankees in the World Series. It was one of the rare times I picked the Subway Series because my thought was, wouldn't this be so typical that we can't even go? We can't even be there. The games are going to be in Texas and the Mets and the Yankees are going to play in the World Series. And obviously I was way off. The Mets were awful that year. I had them winning 33 and 27. Remember, it was a 60-game year. The actual World Series was Dodgers-Rays. Uh, yeah, just it's all bad. I had Justin Verlander winning the American League Cy Young. I think he pitched one game before he got hurt and needed Tommy John surgery. So it was bad to be expected. It was 2020. We shouldn't even count that. Those predictions shouldn't even count. It doesn't count as a real season. The Dodgers didn't win the World Series. I, I don't count that at all. Don't worry I agree. I agree. Now, for whatever reason, I can't find 2021. Maybe I didn't make predictions that year. I don't know. But in 2022, the year we just had, I had the Mets going 87 and 75. And I had the New York Mets in one of the wild card spots. Um, Was I right? Not really. They won 101 games. I did have the Braves winning the division, though, with 92 wins, not quite as many as they won. 
I had the Brewers winning the Central. I was wrong about that. I had the Dodgers winning the West. I was right about that. And I had the Padres making the playoffs. I had Walker Bueller winning the Cy Young. Not good. But I did have, this is a nice victory, Justin Verlander winning the Cy Young last year. And that was coming off of Tommy John surgery. But my World Series was the Chicago White Sox against the Milwaukee Brewers. And that was a massive fail, Pete, because neither the White Sox or the Brewers made the playoffs. So the lesson in this exercise is that A, I'm crazy. I keep all my predictions. B, they're mostly bad. But C, 2019 was one of the great prediction years of all time. And that's your introduction as we get set to make our 2023 MLB predictions. The way we'll do it is we'll go by each division. We're going to save the NL East for last because that's obviously the big one. That's the main event for us as we mostly focus on the Mets with Rico Bronia. And we'll predict how each team's going to do win total wise. We don't have to get into excruciating detail on each team, but just any detail you want to throw in about why a team's winning the division is perfectly fine. So let's start things off in the National League West. We will start off in the National League. We begin in the National League West. Pete, would you like to kick it off? Of course I can. Go ahead. Uh, again, and I, I will say this, but I, I don't know if all my numbers are going to be perfect here, so bear with me. But I will go last to first. I think the Colorado Rockies are still just very far behind. They never get the pitching right. Chris Bryant, I think, will have a back uh, bounce-back season. But already they have Brendan Rodgers hurt. There's a lot of different issues here with the Rockies. They're going to be the bottom feeders. I have them as like as low as 63 wins on the season. So 63.99 is what I have. The Giants will be second to last. I think they're going to scuffle. They didn't get Correa. They didn't get Judge. They were looking for that big time bat. They have some decent pieces, but nothing too exciting. Um, so I feel like they, they're just going to be, it's going to be a rough season, but maybe they'll be competitive. I have about 79 wins on the season. Arizona Diamondbacks, I think they're going to make an upgrade. They have a lot of young prospects that are coming up. Corbin Carroll, like we see, with uh, McCarthy. There's a lot of young talent on this team. I think they're going to do better than expected. I think they have some solid pitching. They got Zach Gallen, who's one of the better starters in the league. I see them about a 500 record at 81 wins. Uh, then I see the Dodgers ste- taking a step back because of the injuries. Gavin Lux being out all season long. Walker Bueller be- with the injuries. Um, they lost some key pieces. Again, Trey Turner's not there anymore. I know they have a bunch of guys that, that, that are, are still good, Mookie Betts of the world, but I just don't see this team being as good. Dustin May, I don't know if he can ever stay healthy. Clayton Kershaw, maybe this is the year that he – he really can't do a full season again. Maybe he's hurt for a majority of it. I do think they'll win a lot of games. I just don't think they'll win as much as the Padres, so I think that they're going to have about 95 wins. But the Padres, I do think they're all in. I put them at 99 wins for the uh, for the NL West. You know what's crazy? We are in lockstep agreement in terms of where each team finishes. Not win totals by any stretch, but where teams finish. And I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid that Pete and I think way too similar sometimes. I, I'll start at the top. The Dodgers had a very strange wait-and-see kind of offseason. They didn't get better this offseason. And so far, coming into the start of this year, they're dealing with injuries. I mean, Tony Gonsolin was incredible last year when he pitched. The question is, is he going to be able to pitch? You know Clayton Kershaw 
is going to have multiple trips to the injured list. I'm not sure how great Dustin May is going to be. And Gavin Locke's tearing his ACL when they probably needed more middle infield help to begin with was not a great start to camp. The Dodgers are going to be good. I'm not telling you they're going to fall apart. But are they winning 105 games? No. I don't even think they're going to win 100 games. I think they're in the mid-90s, the low to mid-90s. They're back in the postseason where you just got to get hot at the right time and get healthy at the right time. But I happen to agree with you that the San Diego Padres win this division. And you're going to see this theme from me. I think some of the teams that had postseason runs last year, not that they're actually building off of it, but they're going to have more regular season success this year. So I like the Padres to win the division, but I think the win total is going to be about 93 or 94 wins. And I think the Dodgers are going to be right there with them. I think it's going to be a great race. I think it'll be a race that's separated by a game or two. So I have the Dodgers in the low 90s as well. I went back and forth about the Giants and the Diamondbacks, but I agree. You know, after Logan Webb and the rotation for the Giants, there is a drop-off. Plus, their lineup is just very unimpressive. The Diamondbacks have a lot of good young talent, plus a better top end of the rotation. I think the Diamondbacks finish with about 81 wins, right around 500. I think the Giants are slightly under 500. And I think the Colorado Rockies are really bad. So we're in agreement uh, on the National League West in terms of order of finish. And that's a a difference because the L.A. Dodgers tend to win 100 games every year, even in years they don't win the division. I think they take a big step back may not be the right term because I think they're a playoff team and I think they're playing that wild card series. And who knows? They get hot at the right time and they end up in the World Series. Winning 93 games may not matter. But I agree with you. Padres, Dodgers, uh, Diamondbacks, Giants, and Colorado Rockies.